Welcome to IT Visionaries, created by The Mission, your number one source for accelerated learning. Cindy Brashears is the Chief Transformational Officer at Blue Wolf, an IBM company. She's responsible for providing digital transformation leadership for Blue Wolf and IBM strategic accounts. She has been a CIO for multiple organizations for the last 16 years. And in this episode of IT Visionaries, we focus in on one trend in particular that's taking over the IT landscape customer experience. Consumers have access to more choices than ever, and not only do they have more services and products to choose from, but customers also expect that the utilization, installation, and support for these services or products are hassle-free. So get ready to learn how you and your teams can deliver a frictionless customer experience at scale. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the Lightning Platform by Salesforce. The Lightning Platform is a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone is empowered to build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash buildapps. Cindy, welcome to IT Visionaries. What's going on? Not much, Ian. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We're really excited to talk to you today. We want to dive into some of the biggest lessons you've learned in your 20-year career that are insanely valuable for CIOs, CTOs, and other technology execs, and talk a little bit about customer experience and what you're doing at IBM Blue Wolf and how you're shaping transformation as the chief transformation officer. Can you tell us a little bit about your role now, what you're doing, and how this title of chief transformation officer kind of came to be? Yeah, so I have been involved in transformations basically my entire career. And you know, as a CIO, you're working on transforming something, be it all the way from your organization to the actual interior of IT or a product or actually merging into other companies. So I've been doing it for 16 years. And Eric Bearridge, the CEO for Blue Wolf, called me. I've been a customer of him on multiple places. And when IBM bought Blue Wolf, they have a large you know, of their customers are CIO related. So I really wanted to get out there and learn the stories that they have to say and be able to help them with their transformations. So that's how the role became at Blue Wolf. I'm working with the strategic business unit for Blue Wolf and I work on the larger, you know, what I would call elite premier foundational type accounts with our sales organizations and delivery, discussing and working and delivering transformation. I love that you went from a customer to joining the organization. Like how many times does that happen where it's like, man, we just really love this person. We got to get them on the team somehow. Yeah. Blue Wolf itself I've been a customer for years. IBM, I've been a customer even longer than that, way back into the Office Depot days. And I know a lot about both of them. And from a Blue Wolf standpoint, their culture is called the pack. And the organization, the people, the intensity, the spirit is just a great place. That's amazing. Well, let's get into some CX talk. So today we're talking about customer experience. Cindy's an expert in customer experience, and we wanted her to shed some light on what is CX, why is it important, who owns it, and all of the details around how we can leverage technology, things like AI bots, and many of those things to shape how we engage with the customer. So let's get into it. Why do you think CX is important? You know, I think customer experience has uh, been important for many decades, right? I think the conversation is 
what we consider excellent service then won't get us to excellent service now. Customers have more choices than ever before. And customer experience is the only differentiator that organizations really have out there. So execs don't decide how customer-centric your company is. Customers do. And as we know, their expectations from a customers are changing rapidly as their last best experience becomes their new baseline for what they expect for their next experience. Yeah, and what are some examples of good CX and bad CX? And you don't need to give the names or the companies, but what are some things that you've been seeing out there that have been like really bad examples and good examples of companies doing it right? Good examples are companies that are looking out into the global area and being able to see how their journey for a customer matters, right? And that example goes to how they initiate the service or buying the product all the way through supporting that product into an example of maybe upgrading without you even asking for it. They tell you that your time for maintenance or those kind of things. It's a, it's a really what I would call 360 experience with a customer. That's a good example, right? A bad example is when you promise something, right? And you promise a certain service or you promise a certain uh, product through a certain type of engagement model, and it always comes up short. Or when, you know, a lot of organizations these days, you know, have obviously websites, and then what they've done is they have decided to get on the digital, what I would call train, and without completely fulfilling the technology enablement behind it. And what I mean is that you get on a website, and you're trying to fulfill an order, or you're trying to buy a product, and with that, you have issues. That is not to the point that you can really do a self-service. It's really old technology that they have put a new lipstick on the same old technology, and it really doesn't fulfill a total engagement model that a customer would need. And so then when you go to, okay, it's obviously not working, I need to talk to somebody, they have cut off that ability to talk to a rep or to a customer service rep without putting the technology enabled to be able to fulfill the complete customer service that they're copying from other type organizations. So a good one has a journey and takes the data points for the beginning to end and does a full 360 for that service and product. A bad experience is when my example would be I have a baby, but then I forget that I have to feed and clothe them. So I only go halfway with my engagement model. I love that. And I think that that combination of digital first, where can they solve every single need that they have on the website? Is it going to be able to be a self-service experience? And then when that transitions to a human-centric experience, is that seamless or is it a pain? Are they searching for phone numbers? Are they trying to figure out, like, does it just waste ultimately more of their time that they're supposed to be doing self-service? And it's it's truly just not that way at all. Right. And, and companies must focus on optimizing every customer moment. You know, that's the full 360, as I was saying, end to end. Blue Wolf, as the top Salesforce consulting partner, we believe Salesforce is the platform for that customer engagement and innovation model that we're just discussing. And our mission is to help our customers realize it and not just do half of an engagement model. Yeah, I think that that is something that blends into the next thing that I want to talk about, which is I think part of the problem for some of those half engagement models might be who owns CX. And it's kind of starting in one place and going to another place. Is it marketing? Is it sales? Is it IT? Like, you know, who do you think owns CX and why? 
That's interesting. I think the question is, is that who owns CX is that the concept of customers must be at the center of your organization, right? But the secret sauce of customers being at the center of the organization is how will, does the organization know their customer? How do they really understand and what's going on? And how does that knowledge of the customer create big ideas? And how well does those big ideas become reality in their organizations? That concept of becoming reality in these great big ideas has to be built into the culture. So when you ask the question, who owns customer experience and why, you know, five or seven years ago, you know, CMOs would have been challenged with this responsibility. But at the same time, the sales organizations would have been saying, hey, they are the ones who discuss the product or service to the customers. But when there's a problem, service is the one who solves the issue with the customer. And then there's technology that holds the data, the applications, but are not the owner of the data, which is how, you know, I think we get into this silo mentality with customer experience. So for me, the question is not about who owns customer experience, but who executes on customer experience. And the answer is everyone in the organization executes on customer experience. Yeah. Are you seeing cross-functional teams? How tactically are companies approaching this? Even down to the meetings, are you seeing that CIO or CTO and a CMO are sitting in high-level meetings talking about what is the journey and the 360 experience that they should be having? Is that, you know, members of their teams or steering committees? Like, what does that look like on kind of a tactical level? Right. And so I think they're strategic and tactical. So, you know, do I see the CEO talking about individual data points of a journey? No. But in the new era of customer experience, organizations should start out thinking of these initiatives as all the customer touch points through the customer's journey. And the responsibility of the, you know, from a strategic standpoint is the CEO and his direct reports needs to make the organization DNA the customer. So meaning that building the culture that thinks customer experience end to end, not just from the front office, not just from the back office from a tactical standpoint, but the alignment must come from the top down with the vision and the goals and then through the organization to meet the customer journey initiatives and outcomes. And when I say customer in this concept, I'm really talking about the definition of customer being both external, but also internal, the employees. And the employees know the best. They have the ideas. You know, Blue Wolf has built these types of approaches for financial distribution and telecommunications. Some of the organizations were on their journey already and others were just beginning. But what was consistent in all of them was the need for structure to align the business and technology transformation through business value objectives and clearly enterprise adoption to the customer experience mindset. Taking this type of approach allows you to build a strategic, as you were talking about earlier, and a tactical, continuous excellence and and for excellence and innovation into the organization for a customer experience journey. If it doesn't start from the top, if it's not being able to touch it and feel it from an employee standpoint, and it doesn't radiate through the entire culture and a mindset, then the customer experience will be in silos instead of being owned by everybody, which is what it really is. And when those silos happen, basically those are the gaps in that customer journey, right? Maybe not in every case, but where one silo stops and the next begins is probably where there's a gap in the customer experience. Right. A lot of times, some people would call that shadow of IT, right? That an organization has found a need for whatever their area of responsibility is and have tried to departmentalize it within their area to serve and 
fix that need. But these large enterprise organizations, a customer doesn't happen, the experience doesn't happen just within that department. And the information and the data and the product and the service is not just brought in from that particular department. And so what happens is it gets siloed. So let's switch gears here and talk a little bit about what are some cool things in CX that you're seeing? What are some innovations? What are some technologies and some strategies that are kind of cutting edge that you see? You talk to a lot of CIOs and a lot of organizations that are industry leading organizations and at the cutting edge. What type of best practices are you seeing from the field? At Blue Wolf, we have clients, especially in CPG, healthcare, and the travel and hospitality industries that we are implementing or running what I would call these transformational offices. And they can have build up to a full transformational office, which would include COE and COI governance. You know, that's where creating a process to manage traditional work along with a way to try the big ideas for innovation. They also, these transformational offices have change management which is the number one issue most organizations describe culture change as the biggest barrier to developing true digital enterprises, right? That's wild. I mean, that makes sense, but that's crazy that it's more cultural than in a lot of times technology. Yeah, the concept of transformation, again, we can talk about what that definition of transformation means to an organization or what the definition of experience. You know, we talk about customer experience, but, you know, what experience means to organization. But Typical, the, you know, the areas of concept, when it comes to technology, technology changes every day and it'll be disruptive and ongoing and continuous manner for many decades to come. But any of these transformations, what's lacking is being able to succinct the vision and the leadership and building the embracing for the culture that is through the organization, right? And from that, the operations part, to your point earlier about the tactical where the meats and the potatoes happen, the two don't come together. There's not alignment. And that's why the transformation office is basically just a framework to be able to put those items together, to have COE and CIO, you know, I governance's change management, you know, data enterprise, data enterprise and system architects, you know, especially, you know, data and these enterprise integrations with trying to get the 360, as I mentioned earlier, has always been a long pole when it comes to large enterprises with all the other custom and or ERP systems that you have to pull data with. You know, with Salesforce's purchase of MuleSoft, sales will now be able to enable customers to connect all the information across those enterprises. A very big win for radically enhancing innovation. And then the last thing in these transformational offices that we're seeing is a lot of questions around agile and agile operational factories. You know, and your question goes, what is agile operational factories? You know, that could be a brick and mortar situation, but really it's usually a virtual factory concept of creating the organizational culture, expertise, and operations, which is what we were talking about earlier, of having the vision and the strategy come together with the day-to-day operations of design and development and implement agile in these large hybrid enterprise models because you'll never be able to keep up with the succinct of innovation if you can't get in this concept a waterfall methodology that a lot of organizations run with agile with true innovation building if you can't put those two together and live within the same factory so to speak you won't be able to build into a digital disruption 
So what about AI, bots, machine learning, all of those type of things? How are those going to be involved in the future of CX? You know, we already know that AI is reshaping how sales and marketing customer services engage customers, right? More than ever before, that concept, that data, and I put quotes around that, is your customer rings true. You know, CIOs and before them, you know, VP of ITs and directors of ITs have been talking data and the importance of data to the business organizations for 10, 15 years now, right? And back in that concept of that was just to understand the data and be able to get educated from what we actually have. It's not until now, since when it comes to the whole AI and the pieces of Einstein and those pieces within data that we've really been able to push to the edge to really use that experience to really tell us where we're going. You know, IBM has a campaign that has put smart to work, which is technologies like AI and cloud and blockchain and the internet things will change the world, but only if they can be effectively trained, trusted, and applied. So it goes back to that change management piece I said. We have a lot of tools. We have a lot of new technology, but how to enable them into the organization and into our enterprises is the key. You know, right now we have, at Blue Wolf, we've done a lot of things from an AI for contact centers, you know, chat box, knowledge management, intelligent routing, you know, some augmented analytics. We have customers that we have used IBM Watson in conversation. And there's a company called Autodesk that has scaled the quality of its customer support and reduced its resolution time from one and a half days to just five minutes. That's wild. I know. What they did is it has a virtual agent, responds to a web submissions, and chat inquiries. And for them, that account, which count for 80% of the support team's annual volume. Wow. Yeah, I know. Freeing up Autodesk 350 customer support agents to troubleshoot more complex and higher value exceptional cases. It's like classic 80-20 rule. Like that's like the classic Pareto principle, right? Is that 80% of the things are coming in are just regular run-of-the-mill tasks that AI could answer for them. And then the 20% of the problems that are really hard are the ones that you need human beings actually working on. That's great. Yeah, we also have done that with a large healthcare provider. You know, a lot of us go to one or multiple doctors. And what drives me banana is when I call a doctor or a healthcare provider and they don't know who I am or they don't know what transaction or what, especially eye doctors, when I am able to know what last visit and what pieces of my eyes were. You know, we have patients, you know, that expect the healthcare providers to be familiar with their medical record history. So what we've done is we've used Salesforce Health Cloud. It provides a 360 view of the patient, including previous doctor visits, medical history transactions, and past inquiries. And when a patient dials their healthcare provider, IBM Watson Health improves call queue management by analyzing a patient's data to automatically route to the appropriate agent for their issue. That's so cool. I know. The Salesforce automation that enables the provider to efficiently route and escalate patient cases, minimizing the wait times for patients that spend on hold that are very important individuals that have extreme cases that need to be talked to. That really shows how you're increasing the customer experience. I mean, quite literally exponentially, but also helping those companies just streamline the way that they can help people in real time. Yeah, because you know a lot of the pieces that from a customer experience, the the whole concept is the next phase is detecting customer experience struggles. So you know you developed the supposedly engagement layer, basically 
do not know when things go wrong. And that next phase of where technology is going is that it almost like be having a virtual helper sitting on your customer's shoulder to see the struggles that they are having with experience. You know, it's hard to accept, but 68% of consumers who switch to the competition don't come back. Yeah, and there's signs that they were going to leave. That's part of that, right? I'm just making this up, but if they've submitted two help requests that haven't got answered, they're not going to be a third one. They're just going to leave. Right. Or if they've tried to purchase a product and they're not able to figure out how to, based on transactions of where they're doing their keys, you know, as far as on the website, they're able now, they're going to have a, there's another piece to AI Watson, which is called customer experience analytics, to actually be able to see the transactions of what that customer did to be able to understand what the issues are to therefore be able to fix that issue quicker. That's great. Okay, last question, then we'll get into the lightning round. What CX truth do you believe that few people agree with you on? You know, considering I was a CIO for 16 years, as I mentioned earlier, everyone in the organization executes on customer experience. But over my career as a CIO, I have heard that CIOs are not change leaders or aligned to the digital transformation or whatever transformation you define. You know, CIOs have been talking change since the first day they got a seat at the table. But it takes the culture to interconnect metrics, technology, process, people, and training to come together. The CIO doesn't stand alone when it comes to transformation. He's a body of a team of management that makes effect of change. I've realized I'm glad to see that Blue Wolf's most recent state of the Salesforce report show that IT becomes more of a change leader. There's two aspects Data showed that IT is now a customer experience strategy partner, reinforcing business transformation. And the other data point in the study was IT shows that if IT owns Salesforce, then an organization use of this platform is three times more likely to be optimized for ongoing innovation. The bottom line here for me and that a CIO is a change leader, it's about point that the secret sauce is the leadership must demonstrate commitment to the long-term outcomes of customer experience. Commitment is through building a culture, an organizational transformation plan that aligns and continuously adapts to business and technology with metrics to succeed or fail fast and get the big ideas to reality. That's great. All right, you ready for the lightning round? Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so the lightning round is where we ask questions that are faster and easier, and we're going to get into it. What is the app that you're using on your phone that is the most fun right now? Because as you know, my daughter is in Ghana, Africa. Yeah. So the most fun is actually being able to see her try to do FaceTime from Africa. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, you know, from a game standpoint, I like Trivia Crack and, and Solitaire. Have you tried HQ Trivia yet? No, I haven't. Oh, HQ is great. It's like a once a day fun trivia round where you can win real prizes. It's fun. Just check it out. Okay, favorite time-saving tool? Well, these days, it's text because of my girls and to my mother. And the Delta app for my flights and be able to make changes. And Amazon. I buy everything through Amazon. Yeah, totally. Saves a lot of time. Are you personally using any AI or chatbots? Um, no, I mean, other than when it comes to some of the searches for looking for certain things and and. For things that I'm shopping for and services, probably I am through some of those websites, but not personally. Favorite team, sports or otherwise? Favorite sport is dirt biking and ATV riding. Favorite football team is, from a professional sense, it's the New England Patriots because you got to love that 
Tom Brady. Oh, my God. And (laughs) because I'm from Georgia, I had to do a call out for Georgia Bulldogs. But because myself and my children went to Georgia Southern, I shout out for the Eagles. That's great. Favorite podcast, other than the IT Visionaries podcast, which I'm sure it's in your top five, but favorite podcast other than that. (laughs) I like TED Talks, right? And the reason why is that TED Talks, you know, I kind of get a multiple of different areas all the way from traveling to intellectual knowledge of being able to understand different, you know, sightings of, of the world to technology and what's going out there in the world. But when it comes to another type of podcast, I actually enjoy the IBM podcast. I haven't checked it out. I need to check it out. That'll be a to-do for after this. Favorite recent book or show that you're watching? Ooh, I have two. So from a recent show, I'm watching two, um, The Americans and The Shooter. Oh, Americans is great. Shooter's really good too, by the way. And book, the one, you know, I have a lot of books that I've read, but the one that kind of builds into what I do on a daily basis is Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, that's right. I've heard of it, but I have not read. What's Who Moved My Cheese? So again, it's kind of like transformation. What's the definition of your cheese? So it's an amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. So it's about what does it mean to you and what's the definition of what change is going on with you and how you should deal with it. Very cool. Favorite one-day getaway in Atlanta or surrounding areas? I would have to say going up to a place that we do a lot of dirt biking and ATV riding. We go up there for the day and I get on a bike or an ATV and I don't think about anything in the world except trying to make sure I keep on that bike and don't fall off. I love it. And since you're part of the Salesforce Ohana, what's your favorite Dreamforce moment or do you have a best one? I have a lot of them, but I mean, my most favorite was they brought me out and I was one of those CIOs they did a spotlight on. So they gave me kind of a makeover. I guess I needed one and, um, <laughs> and, uh, did too much dirt, too much dirt biking, uh, <laughs> and did a video of me. And then we all went out to dinner with Mark that night and it was a great experience. That's awesome. That's it. That's the lightning round. Lightning round is presented by the lightning platform by Salesforce a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. That's why the questions were fast and easy, right? They weren't too bad. I think I handled them pretty good. Yeah. With Salesforce now building apps is everyone's business. Learn more at salesforce.com slash build apps. All right, that's it. That's all we got for the interview for IT Visionaries for today. Any, any parting thoughts? You know, I think that remembering, you know, number one, that trying to make sure that you're able to get those big ideas from creation to reality is really important. I think that the second thing is when it comes to the secret sauce of being able to have transformation really work, it is the responsibility of the entire organization. Third thing is, you know, who executes on customer experience? Everyone in the organization does. And, you know, when it goes to being able to drive and understand where transformation and the customer experience that you're trying to find, you need to really define what transformation means to you and your organization and what the definition of experience is within that. I love it. Great last words. Cindy, thanks so much for coming on and we'll have you on IT Visionaries again very soon. Thank you, Ian. Take care. Thank you again to our friends at Salesforce. 
IT Visionaries is brought to you by the Lightning Platform by Salesforce, a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone can build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash buildapps.